Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Let's 
Bienvenido al servicio de esta mañana. Amén. Um, Reverend is um, going to be here. He's running a little late, so um, I have to share something with you this morning. El Reverendo va a estar un poco tarde esta mañana, entonces voy a compartir algo con ustedes. And I thank God for the privilege. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your presence in this place. I thank you for the privilege and the to share your word with your people. I empty myself of everything and I pray that Holy Spirit, you speak with me, through me, oh God, that Lord, whatever that I will say will be what you want to say. I pray that Lord, by this word, we will be blessed, that we will not leave this place the same, but we will leave this place being spoken to by you, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place and let your will be done in this all nation service. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Um, La Reverend has been sharing um, from Bishop's book, The Art of Hearing. El Reverendo estuvo compartiendo sobre el, el libro de Arte de Escuchar. And I'm going to continue from that book. Y voy a seguir desde ese libro. I'm just going to do a short recap of what I'm going to do a short recap of what Reverend has been sharing and then I'll continue. Voy a hacer un recapítulo de lo que está, estuvo compartiendo el Reverendo. Our main scripture is Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse 1 and I'll read. La escritura principal es el Deuteronomio 28 verse 1. 1. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord your God will set thee high above all nations of this earth. Can you put the Spanish version yes. there so we can read? Sucederá que si obedeces diligentemente al Señor tu Dios, cuidando de cumplir todos sus mandamientos que yo te mando hoy, el Señor tu Dios te pondrá en alto sobre todas las naciones de la tierra. Amén. Amén. The Bible says that if you hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and obey all that he asks you to do, he will set you high above all other people. Dice la Biblia que si su que si obedece diligentemente al Señor tu Dios, cuidando, cumpliendo todos sus mandamientos que Él te manda, Él te, te pondrá alto sobre todas las naciones de la tierra. El Reverend has been sharing with us that the ability to hear from God will set you apart. El Reverendo estuvo compartiendo con nosotros que la habilidad de escuchar te subirá, te subirá sobre todas las naciones. And when we say voice, um, when you read the book, we have different voices that always is influencing you at every point in your life. Y cuando hablamos de voz, 
hay muchas voces que siempre te influencian en toda parte de tu vida. And I believe that we are all products of the voices that has influenced us up to this very point. Y somos siempre parte de la voz que nos influencia hasta ese punto. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, I decided to heed to the voice of the Holy Spirit and you gave your life to God. Si, gente, Jesucristo. And when it comes to voices, like Reverend shared with us last week about the voice you at every point, but you have to ask yourself when you are doing something, which voice is influencing? Compartiendo el reverendo con nosotros la semana pasada sobre la voz de tu mente, tú tienes que serlo en ese momento. And one thing I've come to know with this, when I read the book, oh, you know, these days we have caller IDs, so it is, you can easily um, know who is. Okay. Con esta llamada de, de números, cuando alguien te llama, tú sabes quién te está Without even knowing the person, because you are very familiar with that person's voice. Pero en el cuarto, porque tú la conoces. So somebody can be speaking in a, in a room, you don't really see the person speaking. Or even sometimes people are able to identify other people's laughter. Very familiar with the way the person laughs. A veces tú puedes reconocer a ti. So um, you cannot know the voice of God if you are not familiar. familiar con Dios. You can Sense. only be familiar with God when you talk to him very often. So this morning, my question to you is, are we really familiar with the voice of God? Entonces, la pregunta, Speak, do you hear that voice? Cuando Dios habla, escuchamos esa voz. Identify that this voice is the voice of the Spirit and it's not the voice of my mind only. Y cuando él está hablando, puedes identificar que es la voz de Dios y no la voz de mi mente. Y con la gracia de Dios, vamos a hablar sobre la voz de la carne. The voice of the flesh. The voice of the flesh is flesh or physical desires. Es el deseo físico. The things that you, you generally like to do. Cosas que generalmente te gusta hacer. And one of the things you have to know is that if you want to be a spiritual person, on all the voices that are listed in the book, the one that you really have to be, to be very conscious of is the voice of your flesh. De to, dentro de todas las voces que está escrita en, la, en el libro, el único que debería de poner más atención es la voz de tu carne. The reason why you have to be very conscious of the voice of the flesh is that you are, it is here with you. Wherever you are going, it's going with you. I cannot step out and leave my flesh here. I cannot go out crossing the street and I'll be right back. When I come, I'll come back inside the flesh. It doesn't happen like that. So it's... carne es porque la carne está contigo y tú siempre te mueves con tu carne. If you don't want somebody to influence you in making a decision, you can avoid calling the person and somebody calls you. You can choose not to pick up the phone. So the person will not be able to tell you the influence you in making the decision. But when it comes to your flesh, it is part of you. So and under the influence of the flesh. Now we like to do, we like to sleep, you like to eat. Influenced by the voice of the flesh. It's contrary to what the Holy Spirit will ask you to do. Cosas que le gustamos hacer, dormir, comer, caminar, y eso es lo que siempre. You will, you, you. It's, it's a big mistake to allow your flesh to be influenced. Sería un, un, un error porque él no te, te llevará. 
afuera. Or the person is, um, can pray for 10 hours, or the person, spiritual person, the person that has been able to subdue the flesh. Amen. Orar por 10 horas, okay, sabe hablar en lengua, sino que puede someter. The Bible that allowed the voice of the flesh to take, the, to have the upper hand in their decision making, and we will see how it ended um, their lives. La gente que invitamos que se dejan llevar por la decisión de su carne sabrán cómo es la voz de Dios en su vida. Let's open to 1 Samuel chapter 15. Vamos a leer primero Samuel 15. It says that Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember which Amalek, Amalek did to Israel and how he laid wait for him in the way when he came from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infants and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Saul gathered the people together. So before we continue the verse 3, let's go back to verse 3. And God, now go and smite the Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infants, suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And this was really an explicit instruction that God gave to Saul. Yes, to era una... Explicita explicación que Dios le dio a, a Saul. He said that don't spare anything. Dice que no dejes nada. And when it comes to obeying God, sometimes you will think that you, you, um, you may not say it, but your actions shows that you think you are smarter or you know better or you are more kinder or you, are, you have a lot of good in you than the person that is giving the instruction. Because in this example, God was telling um, Paul um, saw that destroy even the babies, destroy everything. And whenever God gives you an instruction, He has a reason why He has given you that set of instruction. You may not um, understand it, but we should believe that when God gives us an instruction or give us a way to obey, He knows the reason why He has given us that way to obey. Y la razón del por, del por qué obedecer a Dios es muy importante es que a veces pensamos que somos más inteligentes o sabemos más que Dios y entonces no seguimos a obedecer la voz de Dios let's jump to verse 9 vamos al versículo 9 so an instruction has been given go and destroy everything and we don't have much time so we can't go all, through all the verses but verse 9 says that but Paul and the people spared Hagag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatling and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy it, but everything that was vile and refused, that they did utterly destroy. Pero Saul y el pueblo perdonaron a Aga y a lo mejor de los ovejas, de los bueyes, de los animales engordados, de los cerdos y de todo lo bueno. Y no la quisieron destruir por completo, pero todo lo desapreciable y sin valor lo destruyeron totalmente. 
When Amen. we are obeying the voice of our flesh, we are obeying the things that we desire. And God has said to him that destroy everything. But he decided to choose that these things are good. These things are nice. We desire to have these things. We desire to have these big sheep. We, des we desire to have this extra uh, um, car camel. We desire to have this. So let us keep this and take it to our house. But the ones that are sickly and the ones that are not too nice, the horses that are sickly, let's kill them and let's keep the ones that to entonces lo que pasa es que él siguió y, y no obedeció a la voz de Dios sino que y se separó lo que, querí, lo que quiso separar y mató a lo que no quiso And at every point in time in your life, you will come to a point whereby you have to make a decision. You have to ask yourself, are you doing what is nice and pleasant to you or you are doing exactly what the word of God says? And this was clear instructions that he was given that kill everything. But he decided that let me keep some of these for my possession. And he did keep them. En un punto de la vida, tú tienes que tomar una decisión de si es la voz de o si vas a seguir su propia voz. Porque en un punto él no obedeció la voz de Dios, sino que obedeció a su propia voz. Let's go to verse 11. Vamos al versículo 11. And God said that I have repented that I have set up Saul to be a king, for he has turned back from following me and had not performed my commandments. And it grieved Saul, I'm sorry, it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. Me pasa haber hecho rey a Saul, porque ha dejado de seguirme y no ha cumplido mis mandamientos. Y Samuel se conmovió y clamó al Señor toda la noche. That act that Saul did, the Bible says that God repented making him a king over the people of Israel just because he disobeyed his instruction. En esta historia vemos que Dios se arrepentió de haber de haber hacer de Saúl rey porque desobedeció a la voz de Dios. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Can we please put it there? Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Dice la Biblia en el libro de Romanos, capítulo 8. It says that to be carnally minded, eternal. So what Paul, what Saul did at that time, he thought to detect to him, but that started the journey of dying in... Que estuvo inteligente en lo que estaba haciendo. Pero no sabía que se estaba muriendo espiritualmente. Is to be by your flesh. Any decision that you make that is as a result of... As soon as he did, the Bible says that God said, I have regretted making him king. And that of the people of Israel, he lost that. En ese punto, haberlo celo de primer rey dentro de Israel. When you obey the voice, start, that will start taking you gradually into death. And Paul, Saul didn't relationship with God. Your relationship with God starts dying because you have allowed your flesh. La voz de Dios y obedece la voz de tu carne. No es que tú te muere físicamente, sino que espiritualmente poco a poco pierde tu relación con Dios. You're a beautiful lady. You're not married to. You are interested in the lady. Your flesh into her. It's one plus one is two. So the, the math just went. <laughs> At this point in time, which voice 
will you allow to influence me? Bonito que vienes alrededor con las muchachas, pero no sabes tu voz te está diciendo. The flesh, your flesh will not, you will not be tempted with things that you don't like. Or you don't Sabrás lo que está o lo que es atractivo. Hardly will your voice. Muy difícil la voz de tu te va a decir haz algo que no te gusta. Asking you to make a detour. It is leading you things to things that you genuinely you, you just like that thing. La voz de tu carne siempre te, te manda a de la carne que te gusta. That is why you have to be conscious of that voice and you have to ask Jenny that I'm going, this place that I'm going, this phone call that I'm making, this decision that I'm making. Esta voz, voz de Dios, que saber que de, dentro de esto y esto, que, ¿cuál es la? Chapter 3. Vamos a leer Genesis. Examples that if you allow the voice of the flesh to control you, it will lead you to death. Death in your relationship with God. Death in your calling. Death in your place in ministry has specifically set you up to be. Because you did not obey him, you will not be set for your disobedience. Esta historia es relacionada con la obediencia a la voz de la carne. Poco pierde la relación con Dios. Says Genesis chapter 3, take um, hold of her in her decision making was Eve. Now the said made, and he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said he shall not eat of we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, He shall not eat of it, neither shall he touch it, lest he die. And the serpent said, said unto the woman, He shall surely not die. For God knows that in the day he eats thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and he shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw, that's the flesh. You see, he says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof, and did eat, and then gave some unto the husband. And he also did it. So that is the flesh. One of the things I want you to know about the voice of the flesh is that whatever the flesh will lead you to do, it will look good in your eyes. Una cosa de la, la carne, de la carne es que no te va a mandar a algo bueno, pero la voz de, del Espíritu siempre te va a mandar a algo bueno. What the scripture really, I mean, whenever I read this verse, the, what amazed me is that all along the tree has been there. See, all along they've been in the garden, the tree has been there. But she never took a look at the tree till the enemy said, oh, what about this tree? She said, oh, you know, and one of the things about the voice of this flesh is that, no, one of the things about us as Christians is that any time that you are doing something, because you have been in church, God has spoken to you, you've had your quiet time. There will always be a verse that is reminding you of something that when you do, you know that you are walking in obedience to God. You understand what I'm saying? Because anytime you are about to do something or anytime you're about to say something, insult somebody, there will always be because Eve said to the, the serpent that, oh, God says we shouldn't touch it. That means in her head, she has been told. And that, that, that message that she had received from God was still in her mind. So the Holy Spirit will always bring to your mind something that will say that, no, don't do this. Because when you do this, you are going contrary to the word of God. 
Entonces, lo que dice este versículo es que cuando obedece la voz de Dios siempre te lleva a algo bueno y entonces no no te deja por el camino malo. Y estuvo este este árbol aquí todo el tiempo, pero ella no lo vio y del punto que vino el enemigo se dio cuenta. But then what happened? When she said that the, the Lord said that we can eat everything, as for this tree, we are not supposed to touch it. That should have been the end of the conversation. Entonces vino el enemigo y dijo que a este árbol no hay que tocarlo. Y entonces esto tenía que ser el fin de la conversación. And one lesson that I want to learn myself and I also want to say is that sometimes you have to know your limits. Know how you can stand something. You, you are sitting in a room. The lady is wearing her short skirt. You are, you've put your arm around her neck. And then before you realize the hand, the hand will dip down. <laughs> You should know your limits. You should. Una lesión que aprendí de esto es que tú tienes que saber tus límites. You should know your limits. You should know when you have to say that you know what. Let me just walk out or let me just end this conversation because if knew the word, but he's just she just thought that so far as I know the word, I can just overcome this. But then Satan also said something. And then she said, oh, wait a minute. Ah, let me look at the tree again. Entonces, tienes que saber tus límites. Porque a veces, lo que viene en tu camino te, te, te desvías. So I want you to know that the flesh, as soon as the flesh saw that this thing was good, and it was pleasant, and it was desirable, she reached out and then she touched it and she ate. Entonces, cuando la carne se dio cuenta de que esta cosa era bueno, era muy deseable, entonces fue adelante y lo comió. And what happened when she ate the fruit? The Bible says that when she ate the fruit, and I, 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 a lot of men of God saying that when they go to heaven, one of the first questions they're going to ask Adam is, actually, you too. The lady brought you the fruit. You didn't ask the question. <laughs> and you just ate it. <laughs> But it was his wife. <laughs> oh, so she, she ate it. And then when she ate it, she gave some to her husband. But like Eve herself quoted when, the, when she said that God said, anytime we, if we eat this food, we will die. When she ate it, did they die? No, they didn't die physically. Entonces, cuando dice la Biblia que no deberían de comer de ese árbol, y lo comieron, no se murieron físicamente. They didn't die, but what happened? Then there was a separation between their relationship with God and then themselves. There was the, 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 the death was a spiritual death, which was the separation between them and God. Entonces lo que pasó fue que hubo una separación de relación entre ellos y Dios. So what is it in your life that you are doing that is bringing death to you as a child of God? Because you are being influenced by the flesh. Y cuando dice que tú eres, tú estás muerto con Dios, es que tu relación está separado con Dios. And Bishop says in the book that the voice of your flesh is the expression of your desire and your feelings. Y dice el Padre que la voz de tu carne es el deseo de las cosas. It's like when you want to come to church, that's when the voice of the flesh will say, ah, it's been a long day and I'm guilty last week of this voice 
like it's been you've been in a meeting the whole day it's very late and i think you need to sleep for next morning <laughs> y cuando quiere venir a la iglesia el domingo en ese momento es que viene la voz y te dice oh has tenido un día muy largo tiene que descansar quédate a dormir the day you decide that this week i'm going to have a three week fasting that's when when you wake up in the morning your, your stomach will say, oh, it's okay. You, you can start from Wednesday. Instead of doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's start from Thursday, Friday, and end it with a bang on Saturday. <laughs> El día que, que tomas la decisión de ayunar por tres semanas, en ese día es que te viene la voz diciendo que, oh, ya llegaste del trabajo. Tienes que empezar de miércoles. Because the flesh doesn't want to do anything hard and difficult and fasting is hard and difficult praying for a long hours is hard and difficult anything that will build you spiritually it's hard and difficult and the flesh will not allow you to do that entonces la carne no quiere ser nada difícil y orar por horas es muy difícil ayunar es muy difícil y nunca la carne te lleva por ese camino and if you're a child of God and you want to go places, if you're a child of God and you want God to use you, you have to overcome that voice of the flesh. The last example of somebody in the Bible that obeyed the voice of the flesh that it didn't end well for him is in 1 Kings chapter 13. La última ejemplo de, de alguien que no obedeció la voz de Dios y tampoco terminó bien. And we don't have time, so I'm just no. going to tell you the story. The Bible says that God sent a prophet to go. He gave him an assignment that go to the king and do A, B, C, and D. When you finish, don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. And one thing I love about God is that he's not very, he's not, the word of God is not ambiguous. Is that the word? That it's, is it gray or of white or white anything that God has to say about a situation it's really cut and clear it's just like the egg the yolk and the white it's just there for you entonces el trabajo de Dios no es un trabajo muy perfecto o muy como digamos pero siempre es de la manera que él lo quiere so the Bible says that he went, he did powerfully. I mean, he went, he gave his, the, he did the assignment. The king, he was even trying to um, hit him. The king, his arm, his, when he stretched his arm, there was an issue. He prayed, the arm was straightened. I mean, everybody could tell that the man of God had power. And he had, the prophet had power. He finished his assignment. And then he was on his way back. And then before that, the king said to him that, oh, please eat something. Let me give you something. Then he said, no, I don't want anything in this house. And then he left. Entonces vino el, el profeta y hizo todo bien. Todo lo fue muy perfecto. Y salió, se iba. Entonces el rey lo invitó a comer algo. Y él dijo, no, que no, no iba a comer. And this one thing I want us to know is that the enemy will not stop to tempt you in the area that he has decided that let me tempt you to disobey God in this area. He will not stop. Y una cosa que yo quiero que sepa es que el enemigo nunca dejará de, de tentarte. Siempre estará ahí tentándote. Because the Bible says that the devil is roaring like a lion. He's always roaring. If you watch boxing or any of these 
games that they are into fighting. As soon as any, their opponent knows that you are injured at a certain part of your body, that is the place that they will hit the most. Entonces, dice la Biblia que el, el, el diablo está merodeando, buscando a quien devorar. Y entonces, el día que tú tomas una decisión, en ese momento es que aparece para destruirte. And since the enemy knew that this prophet, God has said to him that don't eat anything, don't drink anything. That was why he asked, the, the king said that, oh, why don't you relax and eat and drink and go on your journey? And he passed that test beautifully. He said, no, I'm not going to eat anything. And then he left. And as he was on his way, he had, he, he, there was another prophet in the, in the town. And then they said to him that, hey, a new prophet has come. He has done some powerful miracles at the palace. And the guy said, really, bring him, bring him. So he came. And then when he came, he said that, oh, God said to me that I should tell you that eat and drink. Entonces, cuando vino el profeta y terminó de hacer milagros y todo mar las maravillas, se iba en el camino y le aparece, le dijeron que había otro profeta en, la, en el templo. Y entonces, él fue a él. Y el, el profeta le dijo, siéntate, vamos a comer y beber. And then that second test he didn't pass. Why? Maybe he was physically also exhausted. You know, those days they would walk to wherever they were going. They didn't have cars, they would walk and all that. So maybe physically speaking, he was tired. Physically speaking, he needed water to drink. His flesh was saying to him that, I am tired. This little water and this little food will give us energy to go back to wherever we came from. Entonces, en esos tiempos, las profetas iban caminando, siempre iban viajando, no tenían carros. Entonces, en ese momento estuvo cansado y necesitaba comer, necesitaba tomar. Y ahí se sentó con el, el profeta. And then he ate and then he drank, contrary to what the word of God had said to him. And what happened? Immediately the word of God came and said that because you have disobeyed me, this, this, this. And the guy on his way back, he was eaten by a lion. Entonces se sentó con el rey, comió y bebió. Y Dios le apareció y le dijo, porque me desobedeciste, yo te voy a hacer esto, esto y esto. Y en su camino de regreso, un león le se apareció y lo comió. So if you are a child of God and you are going to be influenced by the voice of the flesh, it will end you in death because every decision that you make will not take you closer to God, but it will take you further away because it's like our spirit is speaking. Our flesh is speaking. But the, the voice of the spirit is what is going to take you to do the things that will please the Lord. And the voice of the flesh is what is going to take you, it's going to make you do things that are contrary to what the word of God says. So you have to tell yourself that I'm a child of God and I will not allow myself or we will not allow this temple to be influenced by the desires of the flesh or by the voice of the flesh. Entonces la voz de la carne siempre te llevará sobre un camino que no es perfecto, un camino que te va a destruir. Pero cuando tú eres hijo de Dios y escucha la voz de Dios, tú sabrás que no, no tiene que seguir este camino, pero seguir la voz de Dios. And I was, as I was saying earlier, the voice of the flesh just likes to do easy things. And it is your desire. It is not something that you don't want it. Like, you wouldn't ask somebody to smoke if the person has smoked before. But the voice will ask you to do something that you, you really like. And Bishop was saying in the book that there is this young guy that was, started ministry. And the guy said that 
his ministry is tailored towards young women. Entonces, la voz de, de la carne siempre te llevará sobre un camino que no es de Dios. Siempre te llevará a destruirte. Y, y decía el profeta que su ministerio era sobre las mujeres. If your ministry is tailored towards you, so the only people that he was always ministering to was young girls. Si su ministerio Forgive. era para las jovencitas, entonces los únicos que él le ministrará era a las jovencitas. Can you imagine God saying that this anointing that I've given to you is just for young babies? <laughs> Puedes imaginar que este, este servicio va a ser solamente para jovencitas. And anytime anybody questioned him, that was what he was saying. But it wasn't the voice of the spirit that was telling him to minister to young people. It was his own flesh desire. He wanted to be with the young ladies, and he wanted to minister with the young to the young ladies. La voz era la voz de su carne que le decía que ministrara a las jovencitas, y no era la voz espiritual. And it's amazing. So, as Christians, you should know that there are things that you are doing, it is really not the voice of the Holy Spirit. You will, you will think that you have a spiritual, and I love the people that have scriptures. You know how people have scriptures to back what they are doing. They will quote you a scripture. Y como hijo de Dios, tiene que saber que las cosas que está haciendo no son del Espíritu. Porque la gente tiene escrituras para todo lo que están haciendo. But, 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 but it, is not, it is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. It is your flesh. You should ask that, what is it that I genuinely, I, I just like? If this is what I'm doing, it is really not a spirit. There's another story whereby this guy, he started the church very small. Then the church grew, became very big. He wanted more money. They said, no, we cannot give you more money. Then his next thing was, God has called me to start my own ministry. Why didn't God call you when the church was five members or 10 members or 12 people? Why would God call you now that the, the church has grown and now you have an issue with the finances, you want more money now? Immediately, the spirit of the Lord has spoken. I saw the spirit of the Lord. No, it's your flesh. <laughs> Entonces, este pastor que empezó su ministerio y el ministerio creció y entonces ahora quiere más dinero y le decía al profeta que necesitaba dinero y ahora no era la voz del Espíritu, pero su propia voz que lo estaba ministrando. And the voice of the Spirit, it speaks. So you have to be conscious of it. If you are not conscious of it, then the thing, it will uh, overcome you. But if you are conscious of it, you know the things that you like. You know the things that, I mean, why would the Holy Spirit not ask you to come to church? Why would your Holy Spirit not ask you to wake up at dawn and pray? Why would the Holy Spirit not, not ask you to lay down your stomach and fast for three days? Because all these grow you spiritually. So if something is saying contrary, if something is telling you that it's not necessary, coming to church is not necessary, doing evangelism is not necessary, interceding is not necessary, it is the voice of the flesh. La voz espiritual siempre te manda a hacer cosas buenas, como tres días de ayuno o una semana, y entonces la voz de la carne nunca te manda a hacer eso. Entonces tú tienes que hacer la diferencia y saber qué es la voz de tu carne o la voz espiritual. Sister Mami, I was listening to one of Sister Mami's messages and she was saying that, and you know sometimes you think that the way how you've been a Christian for many years and because you teach, you preach, you are powerful, you lay hands on people and they are falling down. So your spirit man is in charge of you, but you'll be lying. Because she was saying that she went to visit some missionaries someplace 
and they all came to see her after church and they said oh mommy we want wives can you please connect us you know shepherd's linkage shepherdorial linkages thing she said oh okay so what kind of wife are you looking for <laughs> um, like 38 24 and 54 and these are missionaries <laughs> Eran misioneros que necesitaban que fueron a ver al pastor para enseñanza. Y entonces fueron a pedir sus deseos y la voz de la carne los mandó. These are missionaries that you think that hey, is the person have laid down his life and have gone to some Takwa or some remote village. He must be spiritual, but he's, he's looking for a wife. He's not asking God that a woman that God has designed, whether the woman is in a langalanga shape or no, no, no. He wants 36, 24. <laughs> and she said she was shocked. <laughs> Entonces, esto era un misionero que debería de estar en una parte bien lejos, pero la voz de la carne lo mandó a estar pidiendo cosas que no son espirituales. So in ending, I'm just going to give five keys, according to Bishop's book, five keys to have victory over the voice of the flesh. And what the first key is that the voice of your flesh is your human desire. So if you want to overcome your voice of the flesh, things that you naturally like to do, every human being likes to do, things that is your natural tendency, just know that this is the voice of your flesh. And if it goes contrary to the word of God, it's a red flag for you. Entonces le voy a dar cinco puntos para para ir encima de la voz de la carne. Y uno de ellas es los deseos, tus propios deseos. Y tú siempre tienes que ir encima de ellos. Si puedes, entonces sabrás que sí, es la carne que te está hablando. The voice of your flesh, second thing is the voice of your flesh is your physical feeling. We have a lot of kids here, so I cannot go into it. If it was just between me and Eugene. Eugene. You see, you are talking, so you are not listening to what I'm saying. I say we have a lot of kids here, so I cannot into this point. If it wasn't because of the kids and just me and you, I would have gone deeper, more deeper revelation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so the second thing is that the voice of your flesh is your physical feeling. La voz de tu carne es su deseo physical. So you have to know, you have to remember this key. The third thing is that the voice of your flesh says that let's do what is nice and what is easy. La tercera cosa es que la voz de tu carne te dice, vamos a hacer lo que es fácil y lo que queremos. And if you obey the voice of the flesh, you will not be blessed. Y si obedece a la voz de la carne, no serás bendecido. And you can silence the voice of the flesh by doing what is hard and difficult. Y puedes silenciar la voz de la carne haciendo lo que es difícil. It is difficult to forgive that person. But you are obeying the voice of the Spirit and say that, let me pick up the phone call and say to the person that, I am sorry. Your flesh will tell you that, don't do it. When you do it, you are really lowering your standard. When you do it, she will think that you are cheap. When you do it, she will think that, but you are obeying the voice of the Spirit that says that, you should forgive. Because what does the Bible say about a spiritual person? The Bible says that, if you come to church with an offering, and you know that somebody has something against you. Leave your offering, go back, 
and make amends. Who comes to church is a spiritual person. So you are the spiritual person that have come. You should leave your offering and go back and make amends with that person. But your flesh will tell you that it is his fault, it is her fault. But as a child of God, you put the flesh down and say that I will just obey because God says so. Amen. Amen. I stopped the Lord. I'm sorry. It's okay. So why should you minimize the voice of the flesh? You minimize the voice of the flesh so that you can grow spiritually. Let's read our last scripture, Matthew chapter 26, I believe. Vamos a leer la última escritura, Mateo 6. 26 from verse 41. Mateo 26. Says that this is a story about the last day of Jesus Christ on earth when he went to pray with the disciples. He told them to go and pray, and he says that watch and pray that he enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So Jesus took them to the place to go and pray. When he came back, they were sleeping. So he said that please wake up. And he said, I know the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So he left them and went back to pray. The second time he came, they were still sleeping. So he woke them up and said, please pray. Let's see the third time when he came. I think verse 43. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and he went away. You know, when your eyes are heavy, that means that they couldn't help themselves. Their flesh had taken, you know, there's a difference between, we have different types, like as I'm talking, I see some people are sleeping, but it's like this kind of sleeping. It's like nodding kind of sleeping. It's okay. Then you can have a whole minute of sleep. Or you can just arrange your body and say the chale, whatever she's saying. She should say, I'm sleeping. Entonces, cuando estoy predicando, veo que algunos están durmiendo, pero otros solamente van una vez y otros se acomodan para dormir. Their eyes were heavy. Jesus decided not to wake them up. No llamarlos de nuevo. That's how we can become. If we don't allow the, if we allow them I have said this, I brought scriptures, I have spoken to her, she stood and just walk away. Si no, si no le dé permiso a la voz, de, de no tendrá tiempo, no tendrá manera para obedecer a la voz de Dios. Whatever the word of God says about that situation, you don't care. You just want to do, because the disciples back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Why would Jesus come the third time and decide that? These people, area of our life, whatever area of our life that our eyes are heavy, that means the flesh has taken that area. Vamos a vamos a orar que Dios nos ayude para no tomar decisión de de la carne, o si no la decisión de la voz espiritual. The Bible says, God, if you are a child of God, you will be led by the Holy Spirit and not your flesh. So anytime you are doing anything easy, anytime that you are doing anything that is pleasant to your eyes. Anytime, voice of the flesh that is controlling you. And then you should, if you, if you are like in the I like strength, your en enemy's tactics. If you know the tactics, 
def offenses or defenses, depending on which side of the R you are. So as a child of God, you have to fight by flesh. And you, if you identify that area, any time that, that is it to be what the Holy Spirit is telling you. A mí me gusta mirar muchas películas de militares. Y entonces una de las cosas que tiene es que tiene que aprender la Carlos. Y entonces como hijos de Dios tenemos que aprender también cuál es la voz. Says that to be carnally minded is death. That means any decision that you make under the wounded is life eternal. Amen. Please rise up to your feet. But ask the Holy Spirit to give you the grace so your eyes will not be heavy with sleep, that you wouldn't even know that your flesh is taking over in any area of your life. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your grace. We pray that you help us. Help us to be influenced by your Holy Spirit. Help us to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Help us to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Help us to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. That the flesh will not have dominion over us, but the voice of the flesh, O oh God, will be silenced, O oh God, as the voice of the Holy Spirit is heard loud and loud in our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please be seated. Do you have your second offering? We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.